Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a special Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 560, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. A very happy Friday to you. Welcome back to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, but this one's a little bit special. Now, normally, I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and more. And usually, I answer just one question every week. But this week, for today's episode, I'm gonna answer four listeners' questions all in this episode. And so if you've sent me a question and I haven't answered it yet, it's possible that I'll answer it today or in a future speed round episode if you end up liking this format. Now, next week, I will go back to answering one question per episode, but I do hope to incorporate these speed rounds every now and then, again, if you like them. Oh, and if you're new here, why should you bother sending me a question? Well, I have my doctorate in public health degree with an emphasis in chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist I'm a certified health education specialist and a certified exercise physiologist or personal trainer, same thing. I'm also faculty at three different institutions. I'm an assistant professor and department chair at Bastyr University, California, where I teach a master's of science in nutrition for wellness program, along with a future bachelor of science in nutrition with an emphasis in culinary arts program. I've also published research as it relates to diet and weight management and diabetes and continue to see patients and clients every now and then. All right, I'm sure you're excited to hear this speed round episode, so let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Hi, this is Andrew. I enjoy listening to your daily podcast, whether it's the health, fitness, or optimal daily living, and I love it very much. Anyways, my question is regarding for health purposes. If I'm an athlete, which I am, I've heard that it's good to get chiropractic adjustments in conjunction to training. I'm wondering why is it that I should go get a chiropractic adjustment if I have a good enough trainer with stretches and good soft tissue therapy. Thanks a lot. Chiropractors can help improve a number of ailments, but here's something to keep in mind when shopping around for the right one. After your initial consult with the doctor, If they say that based on your condition, you need seven more or 10 more or three more, fill in the blank, number of appointments in order to cure or relieve your condition, then walk out the door. There's really no way to predict how your body will respond to each treatment every time. But sometimes patients are sold these package deals. It's best if the doctor carefully reassesses you after each treatment to be sure that everything is progressing as expected. So the bottom line here is, yes, a chiropractor can absolutely help. Just be sure to be careful about who you select. Thanks for the question, Andrew. Hi, Dr. Neal. 
I am wondering about muscle loss that I should expect to lose as I'm losing weight. Um, I've lost 50 pounds through just portion control and limiting carbs and sugar. Um, I also do cardio four times a week and strength training twice a week. So when I first started losing weight, I got checked with a bod pod and my lean muscle mass is 109 pounds. So now I've lost 50 pounds. I got checked again and my lean muscle mass is still 109 pounds, which I'm really happy about. Um, my question is, I still have about 80 or 90 pounds to lose. And if I maintain the way I'm working out and the way I'm eating, how much of my lean muscle mass should I expect to lose? Or could I possibly hope to hang on to all of it? Thank you. Most of the research I've seen reveals that when we're dieting and trying to lose weight, we can expect some of that weight loss to be caused by the breakdown of muscle. So on average, about 25% of the weight lost could be muscle. The other could be water and or fat. So how much muscle or fat you lose is dependent upon a number of factors like your age, your gender, what your diet looks like, how active you are, and so on. But here's the good news. We can prevent some of that muscle loss by incorporating some resistance training into our weight loss plan. So do some cardio, but also incorporate some resistance training. Now, it won't completely stop you from breaking down muscle when you're losing weight, but it will help preserve more of it. And again, the key here is to be consistent. Be consistent with your diet, be consistent with your training, both cardio and resistance, and you'll be in good shape, literally and figuratively. Thank you for the question, Suzanne. Hi, Dr. Neil. My name is Chris. Um, I've recently started eating a paleo diet, and I've also started a weight training uh, regimen, and I really struggle to get enough calories. Um, and I was wondering if you had any tips to not only get to a maintenance level of calories, but uh, a surplus to be able to build muscle mass. Thanks. Finding the right balance of calories so that you're gaining the right kind of weight can be tricky. For one, you don't want to overshoot those caloric needs by too much because then it may lead to weight gain in the form of body fat. Plus, there's the behavioral side of things where it's possible to introduce a new, not-so-great habit like overeating or eating when you're not really hungry. If those habits are formed, they can be difficult to break. But I understand your desire to want to add muscle mass to your frame. So more than anything, the trick is to incorporate some heavy lifting into your resistance training routine. Choose weights that you can only lift safely three to five times. Notice the key word, safely. If you lift safely, it'll help reduce the risk of injury, which will allow you to be consistent. But heavy lifting will help your muscles grow larger. If you truly need and want to put on more weight, choose foods that are nutrient and calorie dense. For example, a quarter cup of mixed nuts contain protein, some dietary fiber, and heart-healthy fats. But they're also calorie-dense, meaning they're full of calories. Just a quarter cup of mixed nuts contains a whopping 170 calories. So, if you were to toss this in as a snack or as a topping to your salads, that little change alone may help you get closer to your goals. And be aware, as we get older, both men and women, our resting metabolic rates tend to slow down. Resting metabolic rate is also known as your metabolism, roughly the same thing. And so as we get older, we don't burn as many calories all the time, and so it's easier to gain weight. 
So just be careful again, as you start to get older, close to your 30s, you're not gonna wanna eat a whole lot of extra food. The pounds will come on naturally. Thank you for your question, Chris. Hello, Dr. Neil. This is Sharon Jordan. Um, I just listened to your uh, podcast, today's version, um, and you were talking about um, five ways to, I think, simplify your workout. And I was wondering, at the end of the podcast, you said you're building your own home gym in your garage, and you said there are basically five things that you would put in that home gym to reach your, I guess, maximum fitness. And I'm curious it would be very useful to know what those five items are and how you would use them. Thank you. Hi, Sharon. I appreciate you asking. Here are the five items going in my home gym. Number one, dumbbells in a variety of weights. Number two, a barbell with plates of various weights. Number three, a chin-up slash pull-up bar, basically something that allows me to do either chin-ups or pull-ups. Number four, a row machine. And number five, a squat rack. For me, these five pieces of equipment allow me the most flexibility when planning my workouts. The possibilities are seemingly endless when it comes to how to incorporate these into a routine. So I won't go into details here, but I should mention that if you're planning on creating a similar space in your home, it's important to put down some padded flooring. Usually these types of flooring are made of rubber and vary in thickness. The thickness of the floor mats you select will likely be based on the types of exercises you'll be performing. If you like to lift heavy and then slam or drop the weights, you may want to aim for a thicker flooring, at least a half inch to three-eighths of an inch thick. Personally, I bought some interlocking floor tiles made from recycled materials that were three-eighths of an inch thick and contained no harmful chemicals. I paid extra for this, but I figured it was worth it. So with these five pieces of equipment, plus some flooring to protect my home, I can get in a fantastic workout. Now you may wonder about other ways to get in, let's say cardio specifically, besides using the row machine. Well, I find I typically go for a jog or a run, so I really don't need a treadmill for that. I'll just continue to do what I've been doing, step outside and go. But mimicking the rowing motion, well, that's hard to do since the nearest lake is not so close by. Oh, and I do have a jump rope that I like to use every now and then. I don't like to do box jumps anymore, so that's why I don't have that in my home gym. One time after doing box jumps, I landed kind of awkwardly and ended up tweaking my back. It took me about two or three weeks to recover from that, so I'm just staying away from that altogether. But I do have a jump rope that I like to use every now and then. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. 
health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, I hope you enjoyed this Q&A speed round. And again, if you like this format, I'll do this again and incorporate it on a regular basis. So again, I thank all the callers for their questions. You'll be entered into very small raffles every month to win a book from us. And if you wanna be in the raffle and wanna be part of a future Q&A speed round or be featured in one of my usual Friday Q&A episodes, be sure to send me an audio question. You can do that at oldpodcast.com slash ask. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in. The number is 61-I-LOVE-OHD. Both methods are in this episode's description, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for trying this out with me. Thank you for listening all the way through. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I'll be back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember your optimal life awaits.